0: Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Zars podcast, and we are hosting tonight Nate and Thomas, the paranoid motherfucking American.
1: <laughs> that is a paranoid motherfucking American. <laughs>
0: and we got Chud X and Moral Bob on. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, What's thanks for having on, us. Fellas? Uh, dude, you guys are starting something new, right? You guys started your own, like, new podcast together. You guys want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, Ooh. it's called Are We Content or Wait. Is it, content? are we content or is it, are we content? I'm content, content? with being content. <laughs> yeah. It's called, are we content? However, we, we blast the listener with a whole bunch of samples that all are about content right before we get started. And then we come in and say, welcome to, are we content? Cause those happen to be the same word. Content? It's a, it's, it's content, but then they changed it and made it into a con and it's content.
1: Mm. I'm getting yeah. Jordan Maxwell vibes. I like it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so far all except for one of the episodes have been just me and Bob having conversations that just go wherever the fuck we want. We're not, uh, we're not, we're not trying to sell anybody anything or, or um, we're just, we're just trying to be a couple dudes sitting down and having a conversation. And uh it's it's worked out pretty well so far with 10 episodes now.
3: Jesus, have we
2: already well, done 10 yeah. shows? Ten shows. Wow. That's, that's 10 Man. hours of it. However, we've gone over an hour every single episode. Well uh, yeah. I, I say we're gonna do an hour and then we end up it's like an hour forty-five. It's like, oh shit, we
3: gotta. We gotta call. Both our wives are are like
2: trying to get at us, going, "Come on, guys, we need you back."
3: <laughs> hey, man, they should just be glad that we're not doing three hour shows because we could easily crank out weekly three hour shows. Well, and that's really where this was born was that uh,
2: uh, Bob would be with on my show or I'd be on his show, and every one of those went to three, three and a half. We're like, we're we're going Rogan style, <laughs> you know, with yeah. just these crazy long ones, and they and we'd always have to wrap it up, even though we weren't ever done. So, I was like, "Hey, Bob, we're never done with these conversations. Let's just try and let's limit it to an hour and we'll just do it every week and uh and I don't think we'll ever we'll never find the bottom of this rabbit hole that we're going down
3: well, and that's that's just it, right? Like we're never gonna run out of material because like if we if if huge if, if we were to run out of conspiracy theory shit to talk about, we could do a three hour show about music. Oh yeah. You know, like, and we could do it weekly. <laughs> and yeah, we could do right. That right. Weekly. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it just, reminds me a lot of fit. hanging.
2: It reminds me of a couple of guys hanging out at a bar. Like when I, when I meet someone at a bar and we just bullshit for a while, you know, it's not, um, we're not, we're not showing up at the bar with a list of things that we want to talk about and, you know, points that we want to make and things like that. We're just, we're just bullshitting. And we've done some where we don't get conspiratorial almost at all. <laughs> It's pretty impossible for us to, uh, to talk for an hour and not get at least a little conspiratorial. though.
1: Well, usually because you come up with a cool topic and it's usually like, how come no one else is talking about, oh, that's
3: right, all the conspiracies.
1: <laughs> right. <yeah.
3: laughs> well, the, it's just in everything. I don't think people understand the level of control that we experience every day from a small group of people. And I say re- small. I mean, it's relative. It might be 20 or 100,000 people. I mean, even a million uh, as far as, you know, uh, global population, um, a million isn't a lot, you know, to be controlling 8 billion people if we are to believe that number. Um, so, I mean, there's there's little stuff you can find in everything.
1: Do you th- When you say if we're to believe that number, do you have any idea if, if you think it's higher
3: or lower than that? I, I tend to lean towards lower um, because they want the number to be higher because then that's that's how they do a lot of their tax law and regulation and shit like that is based on those Cookin numbers. The books. right? the fucking books. Right, so they sandbag the hell out of that shit, dude. For sure. so and they want to change how, how many
0: people there are. Like, right. holy shit, there's so many mouths to feed. Like, what are we going to fucking do? Like maybe there's too many of us. Maybe we need to get rid of some.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like I'm all I, for it. I
1: like where you're headed with this. <laughs> I'm all something. for it,
3: man. I you know Bill Gates and his World Economic Forum lower the population agenda, dude. I'm all for it. Yeah, all me Bill Gates
2: when he's talking you like that.
3: Friends alone, it's fine. You know, like can we can we focus it? Like what's funny is years ago, a buddy and I were like, you know, we need like an AIDS meteor to hit earth and just like get rid because because we both drive around for a living and we're just like there's idiots everywhere and i always tell people i don't know how you can do something every day and still suck at it um but like experiencing that we both wanted an aids meteor and then covid came with the vaccine and the masks and i was like man there's our aids meteor (laughs) i was gonna say an
2: aids meteor (laughs) that isn't that fauci isn't he yeah. the AIDS meteor?
1: <laughs> I, I got What's a better that? one. That's that's even more direct. But let's say you just had a big, in every single major metropolitan area, there was a huge red button and a big sign in front of it that says, if you press this button, you will die. That's it. That's the whole thing. A lot and of people are going to
2: walk right up there and press that fucking button. It seems
1: like it would weed out the type of person that might you might want to weed out. And it's like, it, it almost feels opt-in, right? It's almost like you- a very voluntary thing.
3: There'd be a limit to that, right? Like, so you'd have to remove the dead bodies almost instantly, <laughs> right. or, or at least after you got like to ten, because inevitably there are going to be people that would climb over dead bodies to press yeah. that button. And like,
4: they're
2: Oh, I killed here. the first ten, but I think I can beat this thing.
1: <laughs> there'd be a line of people, and then there'd be people getting into the line and not even knowing. And then they get up to it, and they're just like, "Oh, I've been waiting for like." Four days in this line, of course, I'm gonna have to hit the button now, right? I'm not gonna not ride the ride. <laughs> Religions would probably be four. anyways. I mean, I, I feel like th- there's less nefarious ways to go about a eugenics program, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I yeah, mean, we're sure. we're dumb enough we would easily kill ourselves off. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, I mean. The the average person is so incredibly stupid at this point in time like that, I'd, I'd really actually be interested on the IQ number of the average American, let's say.
1: Well, but the IQ is just a cultural test because the, like the OG IQ tests, they'd have like a picture of a badminton racket and it would be like, what is this? And of course you don't know what the fuck a badminton racket is unless you're just like swimming in wealth in the early 1900s, right? Um, So <laughs> then it's like, it, it's not how smart are you? It's like, how well do you understand this upper echelon of society? Yeah. And if you get those really high marks, it's like, okay, you could fit in at Yale. You could fit in it one of these places where you're expected to know all this random trivia bullshit
3: but how if all well you know is just
2: basic culture are you yeah, yeah. that's a,
1: that's a great
3: fucking way of well, phrasing it well like real IQ tests are um they're like there button mm-hmm. that
0: says if you press this it'll kill you. <laughs> right <laughs> right <That's laughs> a like a real
3: IQ test is supposed to test your problem solving skills how quickly you can come up with a solution right to an issue um and and it's more of a common sense test which you know most people would fail instantly you know a red button example like that's not even that's not even satire anymore that's that's how crazy the world's gotten <laughs> we can't tell satire from reality you'll get
1: anymore. a million followers if you hit this you'll die but you'll get a million followers instantly
2: well, depending on where someone stands it, with, with something like the vaccine, that could be if the vaccine kills people, especially in long term, people are actually walking up and voluntarily pressing that red button, you know, yeah, that was the red button. It's it was, just the big difference is, as you said, there would be a sign that says, press this button and you'll die. Instead, it's a red button that says, press this button and you'll live forever. And yeah. even though there's some corpses piling up underneath it, people are still walking up. right it's not direct enough it's not direct still
3: well here, here's an idea like I, i was talking to my wife about this the other day and i said what what if nothing actually affects us the poison in the food the chemtrails the 5g what if it only affects us if we give it energy
0: i think that's an interesting thing i think you give it more energy You absolutely can give it more energy. There's got to be something to it. But I like that line of thinking.
3: We've all probably known that that guy or girl that can just eat anything. Like just eats like trash and they're just fit as fuck. They never work out. They just have that. They just like, they're just like, whatever I got to eat. Like I've known people like that and they just don't think about the food. And so it just burns off instantly. And then me, I can eat you know, salad and steak all week and freaking gain a pound. Like,
1: I mean, this is getting to that line of thinking of like the Indians didn't see Columbus's ships because they didn't have any reference to, I don't know if I believe it just because I also have to think that what about those, science experiments where the cia is just like cooking a dude in a big microwave and the dude has no idea because he's just like sitting there and they're like waiting this room recruit right and then all of a sudden he notices his balls are like fucking baking and popping (laughs) right (laughs) and it's not because he fed into it it's because they're fucking subjected well i think that's
3: that's a that's a hyper situation which i think can happen too like if you get too close to you know certain things or if it's too much but it was just a thought i had the other day just like yeah. what if what if we could just like ignore 5g cuz i've eaten like an asshole most of my life and i still look young <laughs> i'm fairly fit like i've got an, i've right. got another
1: one for you just like a what if right <laughs> so when the covid vaccines went out for the most part it was very much registered like you could figure out like where you got yours at what time and what serial number it was and like all that and they could trace exactly which type you got what if that was just a way to, te- like, all of the pharmaceuticals got together? They're like, we got this fucking list. It's going to take us 20 years and billions or trillions of dollars to go through the trials. How about we just divvy it up? You know, like, this region of the world and these CVS stores, they're going to get this drug that we wanted to see the reactions on. And everyone just kind of like, and it's like, as long as your drug does whatever it needs to do, plus this, this COVID thing, like, it has to meet these little checkboxes, then we'll consider it a vaccine. And that way you can just like tag on these extra little molecules or do whatever you want to get your, I don't know if have you see that the new M night Shyamalan where they all go on to like the beach. It's sort of like that where like oh, the yeah, pharmaceutical yeah. companies are just going to like start testing on you directly. Cause it's cheaper, faster and they can make it seem like that Machiavellian, you know, the end will justify the means greater good sort of thing.
3: Yep. Yep. For sure. I think that could, they could just be doing open air testing hmm Like yeah, you know, how, totally much, you, I, you know I, how much you know how much trials of these things that. cost? Yeah, like trials of these vaccines and medications take a long time. Yeah. It's very expensive. Well, not if you got Uncle trial. Joe though.
1: Dude, Uncle Joe and... can make this shit like bam, it's working. It's working <laughs> overnight like fucking magic, dude. <laughs> how lucky are we to have to be living in in these kind of times where we've got
3: problem solvers. Hey, man, finally, right? Like, like man, we finally got the right team in the White House. Yeah, man. They're just getting <laughs> shit done. <Lucky laughs> and you
1: know what's even cooler right. than that is that a lot of those people that are literally were in the White House over the last couple decades, they're just migrating into entertainment and running Netflix and deciding what we're going to entertain our children with. And, like, I think that's the coolest part of all this, to be honest.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's all completely innocent, right? Oh,
1: who else <laughs> would you want to have? You know, indoctrinating your kids, but the president—don't you want your kid to grow up and These are the leaders president? of the world.
3: Yeah. They should be idolized by the children, right?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like it's just—it's—it's it's like a. There's been a clip of a comedian that goes around, and he's like you know, it's not the conspiracy theorists that like really surprised me. It's the people that don't believe in any conspiracies. It's like, you just think the government's batting a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, Ron Funches, I think that,
1: that, uh, does that stand up? bit.
3: Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, you don't believe any of them.
2: Yeah. It like takes, a, it one? takes a certain, yeah. <laughs> certain level of stupid to just be like, Oh yeah, no, everything that they do is right. like, I don't know you know like as a as someone who was like libertarian and all that for for a decade or more before before the whole lockdown thing really opened my eyes and i lost faith in everything (laughs) and the idea of any kind of savior and all of that kind of stuff uh it was uh oh geez i lost my thread what were we saying um (laughs) uh Government oh, I really did a I about others. a
1: savior.
2: Oh, about about the yeah. about batting a thousand. I always oh. thought that the the government was just too stupid. You know, like the government messes up all the time because they're so stupid, right? You know, like they, they can't they can't get anything done because they're they're dumb. When I've I've come to realize it's not that they're dumb. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird balance of things. Of that, like it, they're really freaking smart, but then they put stupid people out there to make us think that we're dumb that they are dumb, and uh, it keeps a whole lot of people with the with the Covers over their eyes, just going forward, being like, "Oh no, I gotta, I gotta pay my taxes." But I, you know, I, I, if I, if I don't, you know, they'll come and get me because they're real smart like that. But then they're really stupid in this other way, so that I don't have to do other things. I don't know.
3: It's uh, my wife calls that weaponized incompetence.
2: Yeah, that's a good term for it.
1: Weaponized autism. <laughs> like
3: yeah. the worst that's of it. We're the weaponized
2: autism.
1: <laughs> We're the weaponized
0: <laughs> autism. <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, libertarian days, those were those were good times, man. So
1: what what happened to the libertarian days to to where we're not talking past tense?
3: Um you oh, just ahead, you 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 realize it's it's bullshit and libertarians just want to be a third choice.
2: Yeah, I watched I watched as COVID rolled out. Um, you know, I was I was following a lot of, of what I thought were great, but I still think are great thinkers um, in the libertarian, the Mises world and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, then as, as COVID rolled out, as the lockdowns happened and so many of them were going, Oh no, we need to, you know, we need to wait this out and see what's going on. We need to, we need to maybe get our first dose of the vaccine and then see what's going on and all this kind of stuff. And I realized
0: is a private company. And so,
2: yeah, right. Right. When, um, right. When the libertarian party was, was, was rushing, rushing to try and get out home covid test kits to everyone they were like we want to privatize home covid testing so that we don't have to deal with with these lines and all these things so we can all know whether or not we're safe that's when i was going oh man now i'm not this isn't my team this these aren't my people
3: well and that's even when like um oh what's his name larkin rose wrote um how to become a successful tyrant in like 2006 That has a chapter on fabricated pandemics. And it's just like, man, y'all have one of your guys that wrote a book about this, and you're still falling for it? Well, it's disappointing.
0: Larkin Rose was a fucking, like, really intellectually consistent (laughs) anarchist, dude. And, like, the majority of dork-ass libertarians are just Republican-like.
4: Yes. You yeah. know
0: what I mean? And that's oh, that's yeah. the biggest difference, dude. They're still statists, they're still little bitches, they still are like establishment as fuck. They want to be respected by the Democrats and the Republicans. They want to fit in. They're like, hey, we're cool too, right? And they're oh, just they're just faggots.
3: I got <laughs> I used to get so much shit for calling Ron Paul a statist.
0: I love Ron Paul, but he is my How, favorite statist. Why why is
3: he a, a statist? Uh, he made his entire career off of the taxpayer dollars you know he was he was in, in he didn't turn down the money they were paying him. It's not like he was like no thanks a skinny well, bernie were, Sanders
0: he never <laughs> he never called himself an anarchist though.
3: No, he was no, not he's an. Anarchist. a libertarian.
0: He was a libertarian, and he yeah. did want to fucking. Well, he at least claimed he wanted to fucking like defund the CIA before I, it was cool. It, yeah, like, I think you know. I love I love Ron Paul, but yes, he was a you? fucking statist.
3: No, whether it was known to him or not, I think he was he was weaponized. As oh, well, like yeah. I think I think they used him going, Hey, this was to look so the libertarians can go see if we just get more of that guy in there, like and then it justifies. Uh, well, that's the like
0: Mises's the Mises caucus's whole justification. They're like, Hey, we're gonna bring back the Ron Paul days. That's like yeah. their old that's their fucking motto. <laughs>
2: I'm all I call it Dave all, Smith running, but it's all Batman syndrome. There's this idea that there's uh there's someone can come in and actually turn this fucking ship yeah. around. Cuz uh, all those libertarians out there, we want it to be going in a in a complete opposite direction than it is. <laughs> but like my my reality that I've come to in the last 3 years is that like the this ship ain't turning around. Like we, we there there is no there's no set of people that are going to get in there and actually turn this thing around they'll get on there at with the promises to turn it around and then all they're going to do is shovel coal into that fucking furnace and make it (laughs) go fast it
4: was
3: trying to turn around a ship that has catastrophic damage and is Mm -hmm. sinking
4: sure and you have
0: (laughs) a fucking paddle like this and you're going watch guys i'm gonna fucking
3: do it i'm gonna (laughs) no man i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save it like man it's broken in half dude like it's yeah, it's, it's sunk like the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Topical. Well, buddy,
0: like, Chud, we were talking about your buddy before, and we were like, oh, he's cool, but he still thinks that people can say like, he still thinks voting can save us. Yeah. You're like, yeah, there's uh, – that's libertarians in a nutshell. It's- I feel like
1: at this point it's all kind of pointless to think uh, as that, like, Batman analogy, right? Like, Like, for one person to come in – not just because of the ship but i honestly believe that the government at this point the state is like a super organism like it it has its own wants Mm -hmm. and needs and self-defense mechanisms that have just been developed by humans but it's like operating at this this uh like higher level this higher order of consciousness so that now the united states government like it has almost its own you know i don't want to call it a soul but it's like it has this like momentum of a fucking machine that's just been grinding it's, for it's, so long it's, it's this, the this, ai this, we
2: were warned about that is the beauty <laughs> of the of the deception of what we call democracy where we have the the way things are set up there is no head to cut off you can cut a head off but there's another one right there or that grows back or there's you know several different heads i don't know how you want to quite look at it but there's there's no there's no, you know, in, in a monarchy, you know, you can kill the king and that and that if there's a dictatorship, yeah. you can kill the dictator and things change here. You can assassinate a president. Uh, not that I'm encouraging anyone to do that, but, you know, you could. Uh, <laughs> um, this is a comedy it's a, show, folks.
3: Let's Minecraft. <laughs> but Minecraft, in Minecraft, yeah, you might, could yeah. assassinate
2: a president <laughs> yeah. and and they, they nothing would skip a beat. Nothing skips a beat. There's immediately someone in there to take that place and that and it's it's going to keep everyone focused and still moving in the same direction. So, like, you know, saying that it has a soul like I, I'm not too far away from from believing that of that it's a it's built up so huge over a couple of hundred of years of, of doing this to the point where there's I, I just don't think there's any way to stop this. At
0: all. No, dude, I, I agree with you. And when I first started the show, I was really enamored with the idea. Of, and I still think that maybe this could be possible. If you were in a small localized enough area, kind of doing like what the Rajneesh niche did, you know, like, you can't fight the state, but you could become part of the state, like where you have this little tiny piece of like unincorporated land. And you, like, have 400, like, like like-minded people that, like, okay, we're making our own fucking town. Mm -hmm. We're incorporating this town. And Moral Bob is the sheriff. And Chud X is the mailman. And fucking Thomas is the fucking mayor. And we incorporate our own little fucking town. And we have our own, like, protection, our own sheriff, our own deputies. And if people try to fuck with us, we could meet them with legitimate force because we're part of government. You you know, you're talking about know. Deadwood
1: it's, until, it's a fascinating the, idea. until the FBI show up. And then it's like, okay, game's over, guys. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, when, the, when the ATF it shows kinda. up, that's when you media. really know you're fucked. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah you're, you're basically just described Waco. I don't know if you realize that Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: and see,
3: all <laughs> those things. Like,
0: and then they burn, does, <laughs> right?
2: they,
3: they burn women. Like, what them. If- I
0: like
2: the idea, but I don't know if that can happen for real, man.
0: I know I know I probably can't but I mean fantasize about this like if we incorporated and we had our own fucking sheriff department and we like got some of their fucking weapons we're like okay well I think we need a tank too our sheriff's office needs a fucking tank and we just kind of play along wink 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 yeah and uh, we just like we're our own fucking town but we make our own goddamn laws and we can fucking Mm -hmm. grow psilocybin and all the weed we want in the middle of butt shit Idaho or something I don't know, man. It's it's an idea, and like meanwhile we're just disaster waiting to <laughs> making a bunch of fucking like hand grenades and fucking like. Hey, we just we like just a... <laughs> uh we'll
3: get the we'll get the plans for the kill dozer, and those will be like county issue. That that will be the know? people's car. <laughs> The killdozer yeah. will be the people's car of this 400 person
2: society. <laughs> Everyone will drive a, a killdozer. Like, I, I y'all, believe you'll
3: get
1: killdozer mech suits. That's that's the whole <laughs> I Because then like, they can't can, stop
3: us. You can affect uh change locally through whatever hierarchy may be there. Um I my wife told me about this um city in like Michigan. They it, it's been around this law has been around and the people inside of it just abide by it um they banned cars all cars so travel in this entire town is horse or um bicycle and that's it the only thing that's allowed to have a car is the ambulance um and other than that it's all it's all horses and bikes and they have this entire infrastructure and they banned cars because it was scaring the horses
0: and it's just been and, like that for like it's 150 just, years. It's
3: just been like that. Yeah. It's cool it's as awesome. shit, man. Yeah, I like that. No, it's um, not. It's like it's like a regular freaking town. They just don't have yeah. cars. Hmm.
0: It's cool, dude. I, do you know, uh, I, I think it was a little town in Michigan, too, that was like 90% Muslim. Didn't they fucking, did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, it's they were like. like
3: uh...
0: No tranny flags. No fucking drag queen story hour. They went like hard right and then like the liberals were losing their fucking mind. Like, what's well, wrong with they, you guys? Because <laughs> they mean
1: it. And when I say they mean <laughs> it, they mean it in like a very like, like enforcing like, way. We will like, stone you to death way. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a suggestion. This is we're not politely, you know, protesting here. This is a warning.
0: Dude,
1: that would amazing. have you'd have some you'd have to have some balls to go mm-hmm. and do the drag story hour in the middle of that.
2: No, it's my right. I'm going to do this.
3: Okay. Go ahead. Go Have ahead. you seen you what know, they do to the people they it. like?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they don't like you. No. Yeah, I, but, I, I like the idea of of that. It's but pretty fucking. I've, I've lost my my you know, I don't know. I as uh, Pete Quinones, who I used to listen to a lot. I don't. Mm. I pretty much don't at all anymore. So. Um, he he came up with a phrase that I really really like, and that was towards the beginning of this COVID stuff, which was you have to stop living in Encapistan in your head, and Encapistan being the 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 place that we all envision that 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 small community of 400 people, you know, like we we can sit here we can sit here and get drunk all night and talk about how this little society would work, and we could talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, but it's all in our heads, and tomorrow we're going to be hungover and we're not going to do anything about it. And we're not actually going to start that. And then if we do start it, we turn into Waco. You know, it's um, if you just live there in your head, it's it's not very productive. That's I'll say that,
3: you know. Right. I, I tell people all the time, we're only as free as we act. And that was a hey. trap
2: that I fell into a lot when I was a libertarian, when I when I held the label of libertarian was I would sit and argue with people, you know, I'd say, well, if it wasn't like this, it could be like this. It could be like this. It could be like this and they would say, "Well, but the you know, they'd be giving their what about the roads?" and I'd say, "Well, this is how I think that roads would be built. I think what if there were no police? Well, I think there would be privatized police." And I could and I could sit there and just like just take down argument after argument and I'd feel really good about myself and they wouldn't really be listening to me because why would they? And then at the end of the day, it's like that's all in my head. I don't have anything to point to. I'm not, I don't have, you know, there's not like, Oh, over here, here are these people who have lived like that. We should be living like that. It's all in my head. It's all in anyone's head who's sitting there and talking about this shit.
0: That's the autism buddy where you're just yes. sitting there and you're arguing with somebody that's only half listening and it's just trying to be polite. <laughs> They're like, Jesus Christ, I gotta go. <laughs> which, which brings me
2: to my point of why I think libertarians were pro-uh vaccine because they just want more art autistic people out there so that they can get more people on Team Libertarian.
0: <laughs> well, dude, I thought I, about one other that. I was to talk like about. the new world order is like really shooting themselves in the foot, like pushing the fucking vaccines because we're gonna be the we're gonna be the nail in their coffin eventually. <laughs> they're making so many of us.
3: <laughs> well, I saw I started my podcast originally to be like a an anarchist and cap podcast to compete like your dave smiths your tom woods um and then COVID hit and i watched all of those idiots go down this freaking trail and i was like oh fuck like chud said these are not my people man Mm
2: -hmm. and as as i heard dave smith talking about screaming at the at the grocery delivery boy to leave the groceries on the steps and Go away, so that he could spray him down with bleach or Lysol yep. and shit like that to bring him in. I was like, dude, for real? Am I fucking hearing this? <laughs> you know. And Tom dude. Woods, Tom Woods was another one of those guys, and he mm-hmm. was he was taking it serious. Bob Murphy took it serious. Uh, Scott Horton, fuck, <laughs> dude, like, and all of these guys. I don't mean to
0: just Scott shit on. Horton him. got fucking vaccinated, dude. Oh, yes,
3: yeah, yeah. Scott Horton oh, yeah. fucking went nuts, dude. I I heard a recording of him flipping the out because i i his producer was my producer we had the same producer for a little while um and dude he sh- he let me listen to scott horton go off <laughs> like he was super pissed like why can't they just wear the motherfucking mask and i was just like oh shit like that's fucking scott horton mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. damn
2: And, and I don't mean to totally trash those guys because all of them had an influence on the way I think today and maybe even the way I took in COVID, um, you know, their words prior to that, not, not the way they, they took it in or whatever, what they, I I listened to them better than they listen to themselves, (laughs) you know, kind of a thing or something happens. Um, because yeah like i think all of those guys have but great Pfizer's a private
1: company man what's the problem
2: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> see that's the, that is the problem right there is that is that you start defending you start defending retarded shit <laughs> and you 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 because you're so autistic Cause you're so stuck at that, like, no. If it's a private company, Twitter and Facebook are private companies, so they can do anything they want, right? Well, like- but
1: then we get into the everything's a conspiracy mindset, and it's like, are they? Are they really a private company? Let's go ahead and review the boards of directors. Yeah, Let's go ahead and review right. how often mm-hmm. they jump between the intelligence and the military and the government, and then back in the Pfizer. And you do that with all these companies, you know, even like um, Facebook. Or, or tesla or, you know throw a well, fucking dart at the wall yeah. it's mm-hmm. like how much of that funding really came from some cia-backed research it just buried so deep down in there and it's just going to be part of their dna forever
3: Yep. right yeah it's like uh libertarians really couldn't wrap their head around the idea of an oligarchy being in america mm-hmm. and it's just like come on guys it's just so obvious well <laughs>
0: It's because of all those fucking dorks read Atlas shrugged. I did too. Right. I fucking love Atlas shrugged. But like the movie the was awesome and no
1: one liked it. I fucking loved it.
0: I never saw the movie. I'm sure it's all right. Was there a it's sweet It's great. Hot the first one's great. It
1: it's, it tapers, but it's it's worth the watch.
0: Was there a good rape scene in it or not? Like, dude, I remember reading <laughs> is that, Atlas is that shrugged. How
1: you, that's how all the, kind of the of movies head? end on Nate Spectrum. It's like how good
3: is the rape scene? <laughs> how
2: good was there a rape man, scene and how good was the rape scene though? I want to
3: (laughs) see your IMDB uh, (laughs) suggestion list. I don't watch any movies without a rape scene.
0: (laughs) I in fucking read reading that book. I was like, Jesus Christ. What she's like describing the sex scene. And he's like, Then he grabbed me and threw me against the wall, started choking me out and ripped my panties off. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is supposed to be a normal... Chicks dig that shit. Yeah, (laughs) dude, I was just thinking about like dirty old Ayn Rand flicking bean while she's writing this down. (laughs) 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 Uh, Dude, she's a dirty old freak. I love it. With AI, we
1: can make that happen. But anyways,
0: too many libertarians read fucking Ayn Rand and like just this whole thing that like business was going to be antithetical to government and that like true capitalism and true like uh, corporations were going to fight against government because government was always going to try to tax the hell out of them. And like what really happened was like government saw that corporations were making tons of money. They wanted it. Corporations wanted the power from the government. and They just fucking married each other. And like so like they didn't even see that shit
3: coming. Fucking power yeah. couple. You know what I mean? Who, who's the, who's well, the mob? And who's the mob the if you want to get really down to it, the mob integrated with both of them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, that was,
2: and that was the, that was the, the road that I found myself going down to. I was defending corporations. I would, people would say, well, what about the roads? And I'd be like, well, let private corporations run the roads, you know? And now I I, I I think of myself saying that I'm like, oh, dude. Well, well dude, it was he like just uh, had, Larry. He just had Walter
0: Block on, <laughs> and I and I <laughs> love Walter Block, but I mean, he'd definitely still be making those same arguments. He's like, oh yeah, oh, we need to build roads? I mean, the corporations build the road. Walmart wants you to shop there, so just have Walmart by the road. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I love let, it, dude. Let Walmart run the schools. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> you know. is the Ann Capistan in the head guy. And I still love Walter Block. He's still my favorite old curmudgeon. Uh, but, you know.
3: I just can't handle his evictionism, man. I know. But that was an it's, interesting it's the dumbest, yeah, yeah, It's what, the dumbest this idea ever. It, what, it's, it's not an abortion. You're evicting a sentient being. You just... It's like evicting somebody out of an apartment. Like, but, that is the... Dumb as shit in the world. Evict a six year old and see though, what happens. He can't. Well,
0: the whole idea is that the baby is taking up room residence in your body that you own. And now this baby is in your body, so you can evict it. But he won't say you, you could. He, anyways, well, I, I'll give him this. He. He, he yeah, will he, say something like this, right? He says like, "I can't like kick you out and put you in like uh, in like lava." So he says, "I like, can't like kick out the baby and have it instantly die." He was saying that you'd have to like you have to wait until the baby's old enough to be like like. He never said like kill it. He he would gotta make like, right. leave it out right. in the woods he, when it's like, like well, you could put it in this it. vacuum seal bag or something like in a fucking, <laughs> right. you know what I mean. I in believe I remember him
2: making an analogy where he yeah. said you can't you can kick someone out of your room you could you can have a hot air balloon and when you're on the ground you can kick them out but if you go way up in the air you can't kick them out.
0: But if if you bring that
2: balloon down close (laughs) enough to the earth where they're not necessarily going to die, then you can evict them. But that's
0: their fucking problem. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's so stupid. It removes all responsibility for the action that. Brought that baby into yeah. existence. Who invited yeah. Yeah, just, who, who put their fucking like, behind their ears? It, it's it's, and it's let not some, some... Dude
0: just rail them out and fucking yeah. dump. But it's fine yeah.
1: though because even if they fall and they hurt their leg, then the Walmart ambulance drives up the Walmart road right and puts a little Walmart cast on them. <laughs> so like everyone wins. It takes them That's to the nice. Walmart hospital. That's right.
0: <laughs> brought to you by Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, buddy. That's I don't know. Amazing. Yeah, libertarianism is fucking silly. I mean, I what? I still like the philosophy. Like I still semi consider myself like a voluntarist and I still right. Yeah, right. and I still like the the concept of the uh the counter economy of like agorism and things like that but just mm-hmm. i don't call myself a libertarian anymore and i don't even like the word capitalism anymore just mm-hmm. because it's been so fucking like ran through the dirt and and like goofballs like defending like corporations and stuff like I that's what to it's own, fucking tied to, so i do so i don't it's
3: like i just word. own anarchists yeah. just like capitalism. i mean i tell people i'm just an anarchist
0: Capitalism
2: and anarchism too. Like they're they're words that people so misunderstand. Like I, oh, yeah. I I'm a capitalist and I'm an anarchist and you know like I'm all for the free market and all these things. But a lot of the time, at least on surface level. When I say those things, people just don't. They're not picturing anything about what I'm talking about. They're picturing completely different things. With oh yeah, anarchists, they're thinking uh, fucking punk rock and you know, f- you know, no rules, <laughs> just fucking chaos, dude. And if I say capitalism, they're thinking it's a fucking, Rage
1: Against the Machine concert. 24/7. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> right. brought to you by right. no <laughs> fx
3: Brought to you by Pfizer. But uh,
2: you know, that I just kind of <laughs> quit using those words for the most part. Just, just because I don't, I don't feel like engaging. And in, right. in and in a longer conversation with most people. I, I can use those words with you guys because you know you get you you have an idea. Of well, what you, I'm talking you
3: can't about. have capitalism without anarchy. Like they're basically synonymous with each other. Like they're. I'm with
2: you on that. Like, I mean, pure the purest form of capitalism is anarchism, and and vice versa. Like you know, but that's that's for most people. That's a really long conversation. So when I say that to the dishwasher at my work, like I'm either like, Hey, come, come spend a whole bunch of time with me and I'll try to try to bring you around to my, my point of view, or I can tell that you're a Marxist and I just don't want to fucking talk to you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I like I liked the term voluntarist because people would be like, what's that? And it's like, well, all actions between people should be voluntary and consensual. That's Mm -hmm. it. All actions, no exceptions, all actions. And so so then it simplified like that. Yeah, it is great. It leads to everybody is a, and I would tell, I would say like everybody's a volunteerist in your daily life. You're volunteering to get up. You're volunteering to go to work. You're volunteering to drive on the right side of the road. You know, you're, you're volunteering to spend your money at, whatever store you're going to nobody's nobody's there forcing you to do these things um and so you know if everybody could just realize that and then just say hey what what would you do if cops weren't around like would you suddenly become an asshole and do 90 down the wrong side of the road or would you pretty much continue in self-interest which is peaceful and abiding and go about your day Link. how does private property work in that context
1: like i like i've, I've got well, i want to i want to poke at this like let's say okay like, i don't know i don't know how private property works. let's say me and you were in air in hot air balloon right and okay. uh, the guy running it's like i don't want you guys in this hot air balloon so he like gently nudges you to where you might survive and he gently nudges me right we both land on plots where we can see each other but like we're clearly in our own little areas but you know my area happened to just have like a nice lake and it's got some fish and shit and your area is like a fucking sandpit right and that's it no resources at that point how does volunteerism work out to
3: where like well, how i would want to volunteer
1: my resources to you what are you gonna offer me? how
3: did we determine that the land we got pushed out onto wasn't already owned
1: i am just assuming uh, finders keepers uh sort of right like but you have here. to
3: it's just like i teach my kids you know like if they find a toy at a playground and they're like "Ooh, can we take this home I'm like no that ain't yours leave it the fuck there you don't know if they left it there they may come back for it it's not yours man that's all you need to know leave it alone well, And I until guess- you prove that there is no owner of that And by some measure of proof, you know, whether you wait or look for the owner or whatever. But until you can prove that thing doesn't have a rightful owner, you can't just claim it.
1: To that logical conclusion, though, that then I would say in like a realist, you know, the world we live in here, if you were to trace that back, it would be like, oh, well, technically, this whole state belongs to like this family that's just fucking owned everything since forever. How do you know it still doesn't? Uh, well, yeah, even though it still doesn't, but, like, <laughs> but that only happens after some kind of a reset slash revolution slash,
3: like, you know, uprising. I uprising. I live out well, in the middle of nowhere, and idea, it's all like, huge family land out here.
0: Well, there, there's What's also something, right, to, like, the Lockean property rights where, like, if this land is owned, I guess, right, but they're, like, like I don't know. I mean, this This is kind of fucking, this is kind of fucking commie kind of bullshit a little bit, like what mutualists kind of believe. But let, let's say that, like, there's a whole bunch of fucking land and you're not doing anything with it. And somebody, like, then they start talking about the Lockean principles where, like, like I take an acre of your, like, 100,000 acres you have and I start building on it and I start, like... I don't. I don't know. I think that there is something to that where I start incorporating. Yeah, that's, that's the, like what Rothbard I, would build. call homesteading. Yeah, homesteading.
3: Yeah, there's also squatters' rights. But um, isn't isn't that also yeah.
1: just a version of the government being like, you know, we'll make better use of this land by building an overpass here, so we'll
2: take yes. That. <laughs> but see, like, like the idea, you know, and I'm not really defending any of this anymore. I don't. I don't know what I think anymore. But you know, like. Uh, Like Rothbard talked a lot about like the the homesteader idea, which was if there's land that's not being used or not even not being used. If there's land that you have access to in one form or another and you can improve upon that land, it becomes your land. Right. So if it's if someone has one hundred thousand acres and you take an acre and you start building on it 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 becomes it stops being theirs cuz they weren't doing anything with it it was it was it was stagnant even though they can say i have a contract that says that i own this they didn't know if they're not paying close enough attention to have not noticed you be there for a year and have built a small house and <laughs> and and started pinning animals in and doing things that they wouldn't be able to do anything to you but you know who's to stop that
1: i love the i love that concept because then i feel like what if i can sneak into your house and live in one of your rooms for a month without you noticing me yeah. now it's yeah. like you're you're encroaching on someone's land but like i'm gonna
0: encroach into your room
2: yeah and like
1: it's like well bob do, said like, squatter right. right. rights man yeah. if, if someone stuck into your basement so, i mean if someone if i don't notice basement,
0: you in one of the rooms of my house <laughs> i mean fuck <laughs> you That's weren't using out <laughs> so so
2: like 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 ethically like I think that they would become theirs. Like honestly, like, so it's I,
0: like
1: those dudes that like sneak in a house and they will live in like the crawl space. Uh, if like they're above, doing above, it, above and the, you, you don't even. be Sorry, man. I've I've actually got squatters' rights to your crawl space now. I was there for a month. You didn't catch me. That's those are the laws. <laughs> yeah,
3: um, yeah. See, I don't. I, and you would have to show that you exhausted all resources trying to contact the person in order to rightfully acquire the the property for me to really be on board with anything like that because owned land is owned land and it's not your right to tell somebody how to use their fucking land. You know, if I had hundred thousand acres and somebody just posted up on an acre of it. I'd be pissed about it. Now, I may talk to them about it and be like, look, I will reasonably sell you this portion of land. Or, you know, if you use this land to produce something and sell it, I'll take a percentage of that. Like, I may at that point in time strike a deal. But if they're like, "Nah, man, fuck you, I'm going to go, all right, motherfucker, you need to get off my goddamn land.
2: And I'll give you about 24 hours before I put
3: a bullet in you
2: you said they need to they need to exhaust all abilities to try to try and contact you and get the land like who's to oversee that a and then b that's like,
3: their responsibility it's who, yes. you that
2: wants if it's your problem, i say, tried i really tried i,
0: I really tried, to get tried a hold but of you. then
2: and then, <laughs> but then but then b who's to stop right. you from just killing that guy
3: exactly i mean there's so much there's so much there, the only logical question mm-hmm. is you just don't try to occupy somebody else's You're
0: life. right, Bob. That's why we need a state, and that's why we need <laughs> states, uh, and, uh, well, well done, well, Bob. Well, like,
3: well, just like rights, <laughs> land, land, which you claim to have rights over, is only yours if you're willing to defend it to the death.
0: Well, dude, I mean, this is why. Like, I don't know how much uh, like Max Stirner you've read, and the whole idea of egoism. Like, this is another. Uh, this is another um, branch of anarchy. Uh, which is kind of having a resurgence and it it is pretty interesting because Max Turner is almost like a libertarian in like many different ways. Like he's a hard individualist. He's also like considered a young Hegelian. Like he, he came up in the, in the ranks of like Marx and things like that, but he hated Marx. They hated each other, but he had his own branch of anarchy. And, uh, but like part of it is just very fucking like realist and very realistic. And he, and like, so part of that with the egoism is like, you only own what you can actually defend. And so he's like, okay, like you say you own that 100,000 acres. Uh, here's a gun to your fucking head. You know, like it's it's really like they'd make a lot of funny memes online. Uh, the egoists are I mean, pretty like, it, funny. well, that's you build all we a, have now. A nuclear bomb, it is and You just own the whole like, city. Well, What's that? It's, if if it's you could strongest... build a nuke,
1: you would just own the whole city at that point, right? Right.
0: Kind well, of. Me... But I mean, that's what an ego, egoist would say. It'd be like, that's cute. You own that. Watch this. Like Whoever can like, kill the
1: most people yeah. gets
0: to own the most
1: land. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the system we've got now, no? Right, right. That's what yeah. I was
3: going to say is like, man, that's no different than what we have now. You know, it's just framed in a way. And maybe that's just always the way it's been. And they've just been able to, over time, frame it to where they've made themselves the good guys. You know, it used to be really oppressive. Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great just raping and fucking pillaging everywhere. You know, just burning shit down. And that invoked a negative response. And so they've just said, hey, how about we do the same thing, but we make ourselves the hero in the story?
2: Well, you know, something that I think gets (laughs) overlooked, like if we go all the way back, you were talking about the term voluntarism and, you know, whatnot. It's um, something that kind of gets overlooked is we, we when we start having these cerebral discussions about these Ankapistan's in our head or these different ways of society. Like we're, we're always talking about the most brutal people, the people who will come in and kill you and things like that. And I, of course, that's important to talk about, but something that I think gets overlooked is that most people aren't like that. You know uh, like something I've, I, I like to say is, you know, I, I think they, that if they legalized rape, I don't think that like anyone I know would go out and start raping right like like that law isn't stopping us from raping right you know but right because speak cause,
1: for yourself jud
2: so so that's <laughs> what's stopping you 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 would be a rapist but i mean the, like, the, the, oh, in I the bible say you know get,
1: give unto caesar
2: uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but you know it's that way it's the same with like if we legalize crack most people who aren't currently using crack wouldn't go be like oh sweet now it's legal I'm going to run out and start using crack, you know, uh, like with a lot of these laws, we we get this idea in our head that if the law wasn't there, then things would go out of control, like immediately. And, um, I think with a lot of it, we wouldn't see as much change as, as, as we have built up in our heads.
1: Another one would be like, we, uh, if these packs of cigarettes were $20 a piece, these idiots would be smoking a thousand cigarettes a day. Right? Sure. Yeah, yep. right.
2: Like, if, yeah, if it, if it was fifty cents a pack of cigarettes, then everyone would be smoking twelve packs a day. You now, know, Jud, like-
0: I'm gonna throw a quick little devil's advocate for you. Yeah, so yeah. let's say California, when they tell you, "Hey, anything off the shelf if it's under nine hundred ninety nine dollars, it's not a crime." And now there's fucking literal Walgreens, Rite Aids, every like targets, everything's a thousand dollars. So, you know, with with
2: this, you know, I'm not saying this works across the board, especially when it comes to stuff and things and property. Yeah, people are going to jump on it. Like if 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 it's no longer illegal to just kick someone out of their house and 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 live in there, I think more people would be willing to do something like that, especially homeless people, people without or people who want a nicer home than they have and things like that. But I'm just kind of pointing out that some some of these things, not not everything, but some things are we're not actually being like held in our places by the laws as much as we, as a whole, kind of get into the to the mindset of because I think a lot of people think you know like one one little one one law being gone could make everything spiral out of control, and I, I I just don't think that's the case. Well, I don't think there's a city on
1: in the country. I don't even know if on the planet where like there's even enough authority to truly outweigh the sentiment of all of its citizens, right? If any one right. city was like, "No, we're going to decide this is the way," you know, the the local law enforcement would have really no option. Even if you call in um, the national
2: guard, you'd probably have no major option. It would be a really big event, and that's part of the spell. That's probably why I think people have to think why, why we've been corralled into thinking this way that we have to have the laws to hold us in place because the truth is we don't have enough authority to hold us in place we don't you know we but, have uh, to
3: they thomas, have read the slave you, uh, mentality
0: thomas i just sent you a video can you play that on the podcast uh maybe let's see let's see if you can share your screen this one is this is one of my favorite skits
1: oh what is that syphilis <laughs> no, hold on.
0: Is it? <laughs> it's
1: a video. It's, either, it's either gonorrhea or syphilis. I can't tell. Which which one did you send me?
0: Are you, are you being serious?
4: <laughs> revolution is complete. We have burned this capitalist system to the ground. Oh, wait, wow, kids you know. Anarchy! Anarchy! We will no longer be held down by the technology that has enslaved us. Anarchy! Anarchy! No more- We can live off the land as mankind was always meant to. We can go see movies for free now. Anarchy! (laughs) Anarchy! Anarchy! Excuse me. uh, Excuse me. Hi. Barry Windsor. Uh, Just one quick thing. Uh, See, I used to work at the nuclear power plant up nearby the airport. And, you know, not to be a downer or anything, but uh, we're going to have to keep a pretty close eye on that thing. So, there's that. We don't need nuclear energy anymore!
3: No, 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 no. I'm all for
4: that. Hey, revolution and all. I mean, that's great. But uh, the thing is, is if we don't keep cool water running over the spent plutonium rods, there's going to be a meltdown. And that'll pretty much end life. Okay, well, how often do we have to do that? Oh, I'd say about three to four times a day over the next 25 years. What? Okay, all right, so we'll just work together on this and we'll take turns pouring water on the plutonium. No! No. no work Free <laughs> well i mean no, no one knows one how to work, work the power plant and he does I, I mean i'd just be afraid to screw something up with all the computers and all that. i'm sure there's a password or something well yeah. the password is just welcome make him do it. Yeah, make okay, it okay all right well since you have the most experience with this sort of thing would you mind just taking one for the team and kind of Staying on top of that? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah! No, 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 I'll do it. I mean, I don't mind, but uh, it doesn't really seem fair. I mean, if I'm going to be spending all my time up at the reactor, then how am I going to scavenge and farm the land to provide food for my family? OK, all right, I'm sure we can all agree that it's not a big deal to chip in, give him a little bit of our food, in return for him saving our lives at the reactor plant. I guess. All right. well, thank, thank you, guys, guys. Yes. thanks. Yes. That That's, that's really, really big of you. But, the other, the other thing, thing is, is, is that it's, it's not no a one-man, one-man job, okay? You're I'm gonna need a team of people, all right? So, and I can ask my guys, my and I'm sure they'll do it, way, but I, they're gonna need, need some, some food, people. too. Oh. Okay, so, if you see his team, help him out and give him a little food, too. I think that's only fair. Well, how do we know who's on his team and who's not? I mean, anyone could just come up and say, hey, I am a ridiculous nose up on the power Plant. Give me a food! Hey, Okay. here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll make some shirts for him and his team that say, I work at the nuclear power plant. Please give me some of your food. So if you see somebody wearing a shirt that says that, be a nice guy. Who's Who's going to make the shirts? I don't know who's going to make the shirts. Robbie, will you make the shirts? Sorry, but I'm probably going to be at the movie theaters most of the time. Daryl, will you make the shirts? Fine. Okay. But I'm going to need some food too. Okay, fine, fine. And just, just make, make yourself, yourself a shirt, a shirt that, that says, I made, I made this, this shirt, shirt. please, please give, give me some of your food, food and, and then everyone, everyone will give you some food. food. Well, what's, what's to, to stop anyone from just making a shirt, shirt that says, hey, I do, do something, something stupid, feed my ass for it! Okay, I, mean, I will be a shirt, shirt inspector and, and I'll go around and I'll make sure everybody's shirts are legit, is that everything? okay? So, so, will you make me a shirt that says shirt inspector, inspector please? That guy sounds like a cop! Nope, not a <laughs> cop, I'm just an inspector! He's, He's a, a cop, let's get him! Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. a new age is upon us! We won't let the man hijack our revolution! Forget everything that guy said! Yeah! Forget Did you everything, everything that guy said? Yeah. yeah! Okay. Okay. Well, uh, my, my name's, name's Barry, and, and I used, used to, to work, work at a nuclear, nuclear power, power plant up north. <laughs> <laughs> so that that uh, nailed a
2: lot of great things there, and that's why all these conversations end up being stupid at the end of it. You know, like it's so—I don't know. There's there is no. There's no easy answer to these things.
3: If they just use mercury to cool down instead of water, it would be almost instantaneous.
2: Bob, what? You you believe in nuclear
3: power? I believe there can be some shit that blows that fucks up if you cool it like just the laws of physics. If something goes from super, super hot to cold really quickly, it can be catastrophic.
1: Oh, you believe in physics too? Fucking, okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the public school you went to, I'm sure the the government funded <laughs> public school.
3: Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yep, I drive on government roads. <laughs> I, I go to their oligarch pal stores. So, <laughs> and you know, I told I told my wife, I said, "Look, we're in a game, and I don't know that we're gonna ever get." Anywhere, ignoring the game, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna win chess by just ignoring it. You know, you're not gonna win any of these these strategic games by just not not playing. You're not gonna miss their magoo your way through it. You you have to, yeah, you have to recognize that there's a game being played and find out how you can manipulate it in your favor. That's all.
1: I mean, we were saying that, like, you don't want to get tied behind a certain name because they take on all these extra meanings. That's when you get into, like, these semantic arguments. But I guess at, like, a very superficial level, that's what makes capitalism make the most sense to me because it feels like capitalism inherently is baked on top of human greed and just, like, the worst of human behavior. And they're like, let's make a system based around that being like a constant, right? The constant in capitalism is that everyone's going to want to grow more and have, you know, it's essentially greed when you take all the layers away. And it feels like almost every other economic system all rely on some other external thing like, you know, moderating the whole system or that everyone is like on the same page and on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And that it just but- never made sense to me that, that way.
0: Well, that's the whole thing well- with socialism and communism about like the Soviets were trying to build the new man. <laughs> One that didn't need money Ones that didn't need that same sort of kind of bullshit Yeah you're right Thomas But it's also the the, the part that makes capitalism work so well Is it's like I'm greedy and I want to make money But the only way I can do that is because it's voluntary And you have to give me your money voluntarily So I have to provide you a good So it's this fucking mutual exchange that benefits everybody Because you get the fucking get, get it, like gizmo And I get your fucking cash
2: I'm you get, I'm paying. Now
0: you have your like sweet pocket pussy that looks like Nancy Pelosi's face and I have a whole bunch of money.
2: It's uh. it's the idea that you're 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 buying money and you're paying for that money with labor, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, it's right. they're they're buying labor from you and you're buying money from them. And that's a that's a a, a voluntary agreement between the two of you. And nobody should be able to say boo about what that is or how much
0: money that is for how much labor and all those kinds of things, too. I mean, that's the most ultimate thing that it always comes down to is like when someone asks what is property rights and I say property rights in their most essential form is I own myself so I can sell myself for a certain amount of money. That's what a fucking job is. You're like, I'm going to bet you do five hours of my fucking my life to you for a certain amount of money.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's,
0: that should be our
2: right to do that. (laughs) Whether or
0: not I'm like selling my asshole to like some dude that wants to fist it or like, I, I know a guy, you guys want to hear a funny story? <laughs> yeah,
3: I know a guy.
2: <laughs>
0: it wasn't me, but He'll I know fist. a guy. He'll fish you like crazy.
3: This friend yeah, of mine. This
0: friend of mine. Yeah, this friend of mine. To anyways, he was road tripping. He was road tripping across the country. He was in his early 20s, and he got picked up by a trucker. And this trucker was like, he wanted to go pretty far, and the trucker said, I'm actually going in that direction. That's fine. But he goes like, you know, you're going to have to do something for me. And the guy was like, what? And so, you know what I mean? He, he'd like taken him like probably like 50 miles and he was going to take him another like 150 more if he agreed to do this. He said, this is what I like to do. He goes, I want to bend over and jerk off while you chuck a sack of oranges at my asshole. <laughs> and this, like and like it,
1: each orange one at a time yeah. or throw the entire sack at no, one No, no,
0: each orange. <laughs> like he he stopped over on the side of the road there was a beaner over there selling like sacks of oranges he picked up a big old fat sack of oranges and he like look we're gonna go over to this place like this field you're gonna huck these oranges at my asshole while i'm bent over jerking off and if you'll do that i'll take you the rest of the way and my buddy was like all right and he said he Fucking hucked those oranges as hard as he could at this guy's asshole. <laughs> really tried to. And I guess the guy had a great time, and they fucking drove like I don't know across the country. So.
1: Could we agree to make this the new universal currency? I feel like we could eliminate <laughs> inflation overnight.
3: Yeah, uh, nobody's gonna want more of that. What,
1: how much would be like a like a Twix bar be? Would two, you measure two, it in
2: oranges? <laughs>
3: or two, would it be like grapes?
1: It'll be like that'll be three grapes and a kiwi
2: what can i yes. get for five strawberries <laughs> oh man i only got oh, three Jesus. raspberries oh shit it's
3: A slow month i got
2: a potato <laughs> gun
3: oh. oh that brings it to a whole new level well you'll fucking drive your ass from <laughs> new york to california bro <laughs> one
2: potato <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Jesus! Yeah, how much? Uh, so it has to do with the the fruit, the size of the fruit, and then how much force you throw that fruit with
3: too. <laughs> That's a wild man. How do you like...
0: find out you like that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? It's not right? Right? like, like wait, wait. Was it, <laughs> was it somebody? Somebody was caught jacking off, and it was like in the kitchen, yep. and they were running Came away, yep. and. And whoever caught him was throwing oranges at him. Childhood, childhood for trauma. Some reason. Yeah. Their mom
2: caught him jerking off. And all she had was a sack of oranges and started hucking them at him. Mm-hmm. And that just became, it got, got solidified when he was, when he was 15 it, years it, it old, no, that it, happened. And
3: nothing else would do it. Just for him right. That. And
0: just milked his prostate and just. <laughs> <laughs> the instant rush of vitamin C. <laughs> yeah. Only Valencia though.
3: <laughs> Only Florida. You know that sun kiss bullshit. Yeah. Uh, those oranges. fucking
2: mandarins. God damn it.
0: Your knees are okay. What about kids? Yeah, that's yeah. Not right. <laughs> you do it. Yeah. Don't you dare come around here with one of those kumquats <laughs> Limes, get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> that's Bob next door. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh Oh,
3: Jesus, this shit took a turn.
0: That's capitalism, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Self-ownership. I mean well, I mean in a a true
3: capitalist world, that might be that might be a thing. You might be able to go somewhere and pay somebody and have it like in an established business so you don't have to do it in some weird trucker bathroom or some shit. I mean, honestly, <laughs> dude,
0: it makes more sense to me than the dudes that want to get their dick and ball stomped on.
3: What? Like, holy
0: shit. Or well, the
4: we're, ones we're that want to cut a, their dicks shame, off.
0: <laughs> dude, I had heard what? this story. Did you guys ever watch that fucking show? It was called, like, Taxi Cab Confessionals. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I remember. I remember, like, I remember it I don't the show. Yeah, it was, like, nasty, dude. And they would get, like, hookers in the back of the car and they would tell stories and, like... Uh, This hooker was telling the story about how she was like first coming up, like she was just on the track, but she was getting her ass hooked out. And this old creepy white man like picked her up and he was like, hey, I'll give you some money, but I like something different. And she was like, what? And he and he pulled out like one of those, you know, one of those things that your grandma or your mom always had, like it was like this little fucking cloth thing that had pins in it. You know what I'm talking about? Like like a tomato.
2: Without yeah. Cushion.
0: yeah, so he pin pulled cushion. out one of those and he's like, I want you to put this into my dick For I'll give you $10 for each pin that you shove into my penis and, and she was like okay and she'd only been doing she'd only been hooking for like a couple months and she said she got three in before she was gonna throw up and she had to go and she's just like reminisces like she was always looking for this guy again and she said she was gonna make him look like a porcupine next time because she was like she was like in it now you know mm. uh but that's a wild one like
2: that's insane there's some sick people that's in like way. uh you, you guys know who <laughs> albert fish was Old yeah, serial a, he was killer. like the yes. OG
1: serial killer.
2: Yeah, he was. Uh, he ate children and he was, he was pretty fucking gnarly. And out there, there's a, a picture of, uh, of an X ray they took of him before they executed him. And he had like thousands of pins and needles all through his body because mm-hmm. he used to shove them into his ass, into his ass cheeks all the way till they would disappear. And then they'd like worked his way up through his body. What the? And then when they electrocuted him, apparently, you know, there's no footage of it or anything. But they said they said he like went up like no one ever went up when they were <laughs> when they were electrocuted to death because there was so much metal inside of him when they did that shit. Fucking, wild. he was
1: like an improvised explosive at that point.
2: Yeah, That's right, intense, right, man. Yeah, uh, Albert <laughs> Fish is a, a story you don't. If you don't know it, you don't you don't want to hear it. If you don't yeah. already
3: know it, you don't
2: want to hear it. <laughs>
3: That's bonkers.
2: He uh yeah he like uh like he would like write letters like you you can see handwritten letters online of him writing the parents of children who he cooked and ate and describing the like what the flavor of the children.
3: Like, Dude, like, 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 wonder, what do you like, think it it causes that?
0: Different. Like, do I really taste like? Do I taste like Mexican food? Like, Look, what that, I mean, Daniel Daniel Tosh I mean, does, does a bit like, about
3: that, doesn't he? <laughs> um, but like, what do you think causes that though? Like, is that like a vaccine injury, or is that like, <laughs> cool, is that some, M- is that MK Ultra? Well, apparently there, he, you know, he some... was
2: he was beaten and sexually abused by his parents his whole life and then he had a bunch of kids he he I think he I think he never messed with any of his own kids but he had but he had like ten kids and I mean he, he wasn't a, a mo- fucking monster here oh no, 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 he was a monster he was a family man <laughs> I know <laughs> but any well, of you he, guys sorry he, go used, ahead, he used his family status to like bring in other children. You know, like, like he would be in town with his kids, and someone would be like there with their child, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, they can come spend the spend the weekend with us. Uh, we're painting the house; they can come and paint the house with us." And then the parents would come to pick him up. They'd be like, "Oh no, they they left two days ago to go back to town. <laughs> we uh, we let them walk back to town. No, and no one in his family would be would say anything. You know. Oh gee, that's the
1: ninth one this week. Oh well.
2: Yeah, a lot of a lot of kids come visit and just disappear or i don't know if they even looked at it in that contest they just uh, context they just left on their own you know but and meanwhile
0: he's just shoving pins into his ass
2: (laughs) yeah well so that was like his family did know about that and he 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 would like he had like paddles and stuff that he wouldn't hit his kids with but he would make his kids hit him with like really weird shit
1: I mean, but look into like self-flagellation and in, in like religious orders too, right? It's it's almost on the same line of like some people just get in, some like, weird, you know, satisfaction out of just
3: beating themselves. What, well, what drives that? Like, how do you get that?
1: Well, well I wanted to answer that because, uh, like the the what I think it's kind of like what Chud was saying. It's usually some weird early on trauma. But if you guys have ever come across this book called. It's a long ass title, but it's like uh, the undetectable way to create an Illuminati mind-controlled slave by Fritz Springermeier and Cisco Wheeler. It's like some OG book from like the early '90s, I think. But it, he breaks down the entire process that he claims is Project Monarch. But it's like a, a meticulous formula, and it basically says that what you do is you start at the uh, inception, so like when it's still a fetus before. Um, it, it's delivered, they'll inject it with like an amniocentesis needle and just poke the fucking little baby's arm or whatever Whoa. so that you've got control over that first bit of trauma. And then when it comes out, you make the programmer or like whoever is going to be the authority figure be the first face that it sees and immediately have that skin to skin bond contact. And for like the next two to four weeks or some very specific amount of time, you just get you love bomb it. You love bomb this little child. And then there's a certain point when you do something like really oh I don't want to go into it but like you do something very mean to the child, and it and something about going from one extreme to the other just like in physics right if you go from very hot to very cold in this like very short amount of time just crazy reactions happen and something very similar happens with the human brain where you go from being love bombed to being you know irrevocably sort of you know uh, damaged then that lets it, it just like you're broken inside. So I think that's the formulaic version that that Meyer breaks down from his research into MK Ultra and all these other projects. But if you just take that from like some idiot family that just does that, you know, like they they don't know the formula, but they do the shit because that's where the formula came from. The formula came from all these fucked up people and the, and the government um, constantly just researching them and like what happened to you. And it always goes back to if you're not if you're not born with some very obvious issue from like you know from day one then all of these developed symptoms probably happen from moments of trauma either physical or mental and i think like that's the crux of all this so like what makes someone happen is the trauma but what's more important or more interesting to me is not the the fishes of the world because of, those are the anomalies that we find out after the fact but it's the ones that you could potentially breed like if you were to sit down and be like i'm gonna make an albert fish and i know it's gonna be this guy living with this family at this address and you can keep tabs on them and you can you know knock knock fbi ssri sort of mm-hmm. uh mass shootings but i i feel like that's that's where they all go and that's how they get created it used to be we would just accidentally pump one out once in a while, but now we got a fucking factory that can pump those bitches out. Is it possible though,
2: that like, like Albert fish wasn't an accident, but that, you know, he was part of the early pre stage, like, you know, way, way, way before they were even, you know, before Project Monarch was even a a thought. Maybe,
1: I mean, because there's, there's argument that even like the Royal families, they knew about this and that's, that's a majority of the inbreeding wasn't necessarily because they were trying to keep riches and power in the family, but it was because they were trying to consistently breed these people that could more easily fall in and out of,
2: you know, early onset dementia essentially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then what if they, they were to try and push that out farther from, from within those own bloodlines to like pick a random family like the fish family that he grew up in and pay the pay the parents money to just constantly beat this child or whatever they did that made him go as berserk fucking team.
1: capitalism bro we got this money you got that
0: think about like the child protective services where all these kids go fucking missing and they they put them in a foster home like the state deems your child or you not to be fit to raise your child and they come and legitimately can take your child away and put it into a foster home and then what like there there's literal like you're in a boy's of, town hanging out with Franklin, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, there's literal cases of them knowingly putting children in pedophiles' homes and stuff. And if you look this up, uh, Germany was doing this on purpose. Germany did this on purpose. I think this was in the 60s or 70s, and they wanted to see, like, if. Like they wanted to see about like so they were purposely taking young boys and putting them into this pedophiles home uh, because they were trying to see like I don't even know what the fuck they were trying to see. They were like trying to see if like love was like or like if like sex with kids was okay or like how kids would do with sex. And so they were literally like putting these young boys into this pedophiles home, letting them be raped just as like a social experiment.
3: That Neverland and had to Ranch. Come to
0: apologize
3: when it yeah. fucking
0: came out. <laughs> like our governments are so fucked up.
3: Mm-hmm. That shit. Yeah. Wild. Uh, there, there's so much shit that. Like, well, and it makes you wonder if they just. I mean, none of us saw any of these experiments. Makes you wonder if. If it's all just an elaborate ruse and none of it actually happened, but. Um, to think like to think people go to this level man it's just so wild there's some fucked up shit people will do well i think
1: the formula exists i don't know if it was ever done in the same structured and scale that these books write about but i guarantee you that there's at least one albert fish out there right now that's that's getting paid by the government and it might not even be in my mind it's not like the government goes and finds someone and it's like you're going to be our albert fish here's you know here's your paycheck it's more like they know about you they know you're going to be an albert fish and they're just going to make your life very easy convenient you're going to get a sweet job you might just get like some kind of grants or whatever and essentially they just want to like keep putting fuel on that fire to see you know what what comes out of it see and how it's not
2: like they even have to train it. you
0: yeah yeah exactly just they want to find the I just limit. sent you an article
2: it's uh, yeah, because if if someone doesn't have the resources to be able to cover up their tracks and and you know uh, be be as prolific of a serial killer as as like Albert Fish was, then it's not going to be. It it doesn't serve them a whole lot of purpose. But if they could if they could be pushing some some or pulling some strings behind the scenes to to allow that person to. Continue to flourish in their own way. That could be useful for whatever,
3: whatever. Component. Oh yeah, I mean, if if these shooters or whatever aren't complete government fabrications, they're at least you know uh, fostered and manipulated into what the government wants to use. Here you
0: go, dude. Look, the German experiment that put that placed uh, foster children in homes with pedophiles this wow. is a real fucking thing there was a german sexologist and this happened like i think it started in the 1960s and he wanted to see what would happen if you if you just like fucked kids i guess like that, what the hell does a sexologist do i how the fuck do you become a sexologist
4: It starts with the
1: Rockefeller system, I guarantee Yeah,
0: and so they were literally placing, like, young boys in this pedophile's home and allowing the children to be, like, raped and raised. Like, they would get love-bombed. Like, he was, like, a daddy, and then he would rape them. And, like, it's just the most god-awful. Like, when you read the stories of, like, these kids, it's the most horrific thing. And that was a government, like, allowed fucking, like... I mean, it was government-paid, funded, like, taxpayer-funded child rape. By the German sure. government. I had to
1: make sure that I wasn't going to pull up something fucking really <laughs> wild. But this is the guy.
0: Helm, yeah, Kentler. Helmut K- Kentler. Right here.
1: Kentler placed neglected youth as foster children in the home of single funny fathers for the purpose of re-socializing them. Well, that was mm-hmm. nice of him.
0: Yeah. You know, <sighs> just, While you need explicitly a
1: encouraging dish. contact between them. Fucking weird.
0: God damn. This is you the kind to of theology, theology and become that a Rent free <laughs> in my head. Like I know, like Thomas, how much of this weird shit? Like I'll fucking bring up something, you're like, what the fuck? You've never heard of, it. and I'll send you an article, and I'm right. Oh like, no, this dude, is you're. kind of shit that's you, in my head all the time. Nate
1: is an expert <laughs> on anything that has to do with weird shit and little kids.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. <laughs>
3: <Hey>. <laughs> At some point in time, we got to start recognizing these red flags. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is there was
0: a pattern.
4: <laughs>
3: so he didn't retire
1: until 96, so we're still talking fairly, you know, modern, modern age here. Holy shit. Yeah, During student violence that. in Berlin, he was temporarily active as a psychological consultant for police issues.
0: The sexual liberation movement of the Berlin students in the communities and shared flats uh, (laughs) resulted in the advocacy of the emancipatory sexual education in their home. This is the same shit you're trying to do right now. This is literally what they're trying to do to the kids right now. Kettler
1: was single and had three adoptive sons and one foster son. Uh What's the difference between adoptive sons and a foster
3: son? I thought that was a a foster son you get government money for.
2: Mm, okay,
0: plus you can give it back if it's like you know a pain in the ass, <laughs> it, but it if fits. you adopt it, it's yours yes. now.
2: It's it's sort of temporary in the foster yeah. sense, and then it's more permanent in the adoptive sense. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, he was a real piece of shit. Yeah,
3: this was
1: the guy that, that brought up uh, um, Milo Deianopoulos, whatever the hell his name is, isn't it? Milo Yiannopoulos, is- yeah. This was his mentor, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fucking disgusting, dude. God damn. This is your state, man. This is the government. Well, this is not our state. Like, this is the German government. Yeah, but, but you it's can't it's tell just... me that like the American government doesn't do the exact same shit. Yeah. They well, literally they have put to, kids in, I mean... in these foster homes. They, they might not do it on such a widespread Or they might not talk about it as much But like I know for a fact I've known so many fucking co- foster kids That I grew up with That like they were being fucking raped By their foster parents And they would fucking go to the state They would like try to like say something And nothing would happen
3: Here you go it's yeah. really
0: fucked up, dude.
3: Well, there's, a, there's like 400,000 ki- Like kids That go missing every year And most of them are foster kids like, that's crazy.
0: Well, you got to get that sweet, sweet adrenochrome, dude. We got to keep fucking Joe Biden functioning. I mean, as we speak right now, Madonna—they're not doing a good
2: job of doing that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Madonna, hey, Have well. you guys heard about that? Madonna is completely unresponsive. They found her in her house. Like, I don't have like too many uh, like uh, like details, but they found her unresponsive. She's like out. She's like in a fucking ding house. dong, which is dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn.
1: Check yeah. out the screen. I'm sharing Nate.
0: okay, let me pop it up
1: so there there's some some circumstantial evidence that those those experiments were CIA funded as you Does would probably have expected. <laughs> Was the CIA well, dude, involved okay. in sponsoring those foster homes? <laughs> yes, they okay, okay. Yes. but
0: think about this, guys, like did you the guys read that yes. fucking book that uh, RFK fucking wrote? right where it wasn't necessarily like sexual but like the experiments that Fauci did on those foster kids with the, with the AIDS drugs where he was giving them uh what the fuck is that stuff called AZT he was giving yeah. those foster kids fucking AZT and killing them and like some of them were getting like sick and saying like please i want to stop and as soon as the kids were like old enough they're like 12 13 and were started refusing to take the drugs they would hospitalize them and force them to take the fucking drugs until they died well, here,
1: okay, so here's my my counter argument to that is, do you want the Russians to get ahead of giving orphans AZT and, and like, break away and the AZT to orphans like, race? What if it had been the East Germans?
0: What if the East Germans had taken the kids and were raping them? Like, so the Western Germans, we had to do it for capitalism's sake. We had to fight the communists. We had to fund it or else the, the commies were going to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) god damn it
3: it's fucking wild man like just the (laughs) fact that you can find find this much evidence for shit
1: I mean yeah they're they're going into the specific likelihood of the CIA encouraging those experiments Um, of course according to CIA whistleblower Philip agrees book dirty work Langley played a pivotal role in managing SPD, which was the the socialist uh, party, and shaping its policies throughout the Cold War. So So I guess the inclination here is that the CIA was pulling enough strings in that political party that if they didn't necessarily stop it it was almost like you're endorsing it because yeah. it'd be like it would be like ukraine doing anything they wanted with the money we keep pumping them it's like we're almost indirectly endorsing anything they decide to do with that
3: money they so knew about it and didn't do anything about it
1: and kept giving that them bet. money and kept hiring all of their friends and and in, yep. in my you know going into my uh speculation Because they wanted to be the ones taking the notes to be like, all right, what kind of crazy shit happens when you do that crazy shit you guys are doing? Right. Oh, great. Like, I'm glad to have this info now.
0: Dude. And do you guys remember this? I'll try to find that fucking article. But they they did some sort of, like, internal fucking audit. And the amount of child porn that was on, like, FBI and CIA agents' computers was out fucking rageous. It was, like, a third of them. And see, is that is that put and out there on purpose
3: as a as a in distraction? Like, because they can control that information. If they don't want it out there, it's not going to get out there. You know, I don't know how it got so. leaked.
0: I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, it could be, hey. but I mean, that's a weird fucking thing to. Yeah, I don't know, dude. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me either that we put these people in charge, quote unquote. We put these people in charge, and we put them in charge of like looking into this and, like, protecting us, and, like, I, I think that they literally put pedophiles and weird freaks in these positions of power, because that's what they are. They're all a bunch of fucking pedophiles and freaks.
3: Yeah, is that... That's,
0: like, your... That's your... Like, so, if you get caught, like, the people that catch you doing it are also the fucking... You, like, go to the fucking parties with them and, like, rape those 400,000 foster kids that go missing.
3: Is like, and then something that just comes from... from... A corrupted mind that's that's already weak that gets a bunch of power, or is there is that something that is derived well, I think, like, from just the being... internet too,
0: dude? Is like, well, th- think about the internet, dude. Think about it. It's like the biggest self-monitoring like thing, right? And so I think that's probably how they recruit these people. And, like, put them into these positions. They look at you, like, your fucking phone knows more about you than you fucking even realize. Like, there's been, like, women that would, like, get ads directed at them, like, for pregnancy stuff. And, like, because the phone knew they were pregnant before they were.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. You know
0: what I mean? Like, all these fucking algorithms that, like, watch you, all this shit. Like, this is probably how they, like, how was my internet going shitty?
2: A little bit. Just a little. A little. Bit.
0: Just Did you guys hear me?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah.
0: A little bit.
3: It's a little choppy.
0: I don't, I don't know what the last thing you heard, but anyways, I was just saying, like, I think that's how these freaks get fucking chosen for position. Yeah, they pick, the they, pick, they, they pick people that they their, know they can control. God damn it.
2: see they're gonna pick people they know they can control they're gonna pick people that they can see have sex addictions or drug addictions or um even just like uh extreme levels of greed uh or or maybe greed's not the right word but you know like love of extreme love of money um whatever it may be people who who have weaknesses just say
0: jews chud okay
2: <laughs> people, people with weaknesses that they can see that they can easily exploit you know like jews uh, it's, it's like
1: the opposite of a security clearance right
2: yeah right you know it's like um i, I don't know uh, me and old scary world were talking about music the other day and you know we, we were talking about how the bands that get chosen to go really really big are all ones that that he, he and i agree with him that, that they were easily compromised they were the ones that, yep. that had sex addictions so that they could feed them the women so that they could get them to do anything it was people with drug addictions that's that's why it was all always edgy was because it was these edgy people who also happened to have extreme weaknesses that could easily be preyed upon by whether whether you want to go big and say the cia or the government or whatever or it's just the the record labels even you know Uh, If you want to go small
0: and say that. Also, dude, yeah, you're 100% right, dude. But they would also like find somebody that was like marketable, like someone like, uh goddamn, what the fuck's his name? The dude from Nirvana.
2: Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain,
0: right? Like he's handsome. He's young. He's the voice of the youth. And like all these people are glomming onto him. And so someone And has a crippling heroin addiction. Yes. But he didn't though. He was just a fucking drunk because he had really bad nerve pain. He had really he had a fucked up back and neck and shit. And so he had was he was drinking alcohol to numb it out. Courtney Love, whose dad was a fucking fed, who's also been like shown to have been a goddamn fed herself. Like she was like CIA adjacent. Yeah. Like she's the one that got him on fucking heroin. And then they could control the fuck out of him. Yes. So like there's yes. so much of that shit where they get you addicted to the fucking heroin. So, so, so they so then, can
2: so- control you. Within that, they they saw that he had back pain and that he was using alcohol to 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 help with that. And they realized that if we if we hook him up with Courtney Love, who uh, I've I've heard some some things about, like she's been associated with other musicians who also got hooked on heroin and things like that Um, in the time when they when she spent time with them, um, they send they said, okay cool. This guy, this guy is handsome. He's writing music that kids are relating to. You know, he's yep. he's already got he's 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 marketable. Now let's put him in a position and and he's compromisable because we know he has this back pain. Or at least, even if they don't know about the back pain, they know he's he's an alcoholic. So it's like all we gotta do is get him into the right position where we turn that alcoholism into crippling heroin addiction, and then we can then do we anything we want. And then uh, you know. Who knows what happened there, but he probably he probably wasn't as controllable as they thought. Because I don't think that guy killed himself.
3: Oh, I know he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't kill himself. <laughs> I know he didn't. <laughs>
2: There's no fucking way. Me, me, me and Adam good. did a really good episode with Chris Graves. If you go back on Deborah gets red pilled and listen to Chris Graves talk about um Kurt Cobain man he sets it up seven ways from Sunday. That guy did not kill himself. There's
1: a yeah, good dude, documentary I did a... on it. It's called Soaked in Bleach, I think. It's yeah, worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. He dude, talks it's about like somebody
3: that. it's like somebody stole my high school paper because my senior year I wrote a paper on it. Um and I did all the research. So back in the nineties, I was like, man, he didn't kill himself. Look at all this freaking evidence that like he, there's no fucking way.
2: Yeah. There was, I, I kind of always, always on that, on that boat too, but with, I don't know, you know, not, not real deep stuff, but he started showing us things that were just like, you know, it was like his hair was combed when he killed himself. And that just like, doesn't make sense right there, you know? Uh, But then you, you start getting into all these other things. And plus you had, yeah, there was before soaked in bleach. There was another documentary called uh, "Kurt and Courtney. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Um, and they talked to El Duche from the mentors. Great band, by the way, <laughs> kind of, kind of kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, but El Duche talked about how he, um, uh, they Courtney love and offered him all this money to kill, kill Kurt. And yep. he, he basically said that he didn't take it, but he kind of did it with a wink. Like, maybe i did (laughs) um but what happened to that guy a week after that movie came out got hit by a train disappeared
3: oh shit did he yeah
2: you know i mean (laughs) it's it's like that as he went on he went on for like two fucking hours and it was like i was kind of already there so it was like confirmation bias it seemed like but by the end it's like i'd gone from like just kind of feeling this way to being like Mm, yeah hundred percent there's there's no way this guy <laughs> could have killed
0: himself at this point you know dude i the one that i really like too is about michael jackson like we could talk about how maybe he was picked from like a young age right uh because like i mean he was very cute like he was talented his whole family his dad was a real piece of shit and abused the fuck out of him maybe even went like and snipped his nuts off i mean there's that whole uh there's yep. that whole conversation about pastorano yep Exactly. But like, uh, dude, I had Sean Hibbler on and talk about that. That was, I think that was the first time we had Sean on. We talked about, uh, Michael Jackson. He actually put out a fucking documentary about that, that Michael Jackson didn't fucking kill himself. Uh, and that it was the government trying, like, well, well, he actually thinks that Michael Jackson might still be alive, which I find fascinating as shit, dude. That's fascinating. Uh, but, like, the whole big. having to fake his death because the government was going after him. It's just, and, like, a like,
1: chunk of plastic now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. But, I mean, it's fucking convincing as shit because, like, they had tried to fucking own him. And so they they were trying to, like, compromise him. And they tried desperately. And then then that's when they tried to fucking – like because I never thought Michael Jackson was guilty of diddling kids. And I think that it easily could be the government that, like – that did that whole thing because, like, I remember watching that fucking—I don't know, dude. It's, it's a weird one.
3: I still. Think well, hey, yeah, you remember that, when yeah, he dude.
1: when he dangled the baby out of the window with his yeah, foot? that though? was That
3: But I used to. It was a hologram. If you if you look, <laughs> dude, if you look back in time, every time there's a Michael Jackson trial that's going on, there's some sketchy shit getting done in the government. So. Like, like every just time crack. the government wanted to wanted to do something, they would just tell Michael to go touch a little kid. Or <laughs> I mean, this, he
0: didn't fucking touch a little kid. They or just he didn't. Fucking, and they just are like, "Hey, little kids, say that this, that you know." I mean, because I find that fucking interesting. Like, uh, who who the fuck was that? That was like one of the. Um, Nick Carter, but like his little brother, Aaron Carter or whatever. Remember where he was like, uh, he had fucking hung out with, he had hung out with Michael Jackson and he got home and his mom was like, Michael Jackson touched you. You remember like, and he, and he was like, look mom that you and I both know that fucking didn't happen. Like there's so much of that dude. And like Macaulay Culkin says that Michael Jackson didn't touch him. Uh, even the dude that like, uh, Corey Feldman, who's talked about, openly being molested and raped by Hollywood execs and stuff. He says that Michael Jackson was a fucking gentleman, was a fucking like a good friend of his, never did a fucking thing. I totally think Michael Jackson's fucking innocent, dude. Yeah, I I mean, if he was
3: a Castrano, he would have stayed in that little kid mindset. Like he would have never... Would I let my child go
0: stay at his house? Probably not. Just (laughs) on the off chance... (laughs) I I also need more
1: convincing than just something that Corey Feldman and Macaulay Culkin said
2: even if I was fully convinced I'd put him in the the realm of an elite and I don't want my I'm not going to send my kid over to any elite's house period but, but he's got I a mean, monkey dude i
0: was there too oh well okay I, like he's if got we're a fucking drinking, popcorn like, machine what are you fucking talking about dude, dude okay there's a popcorn machine we're also <laughs> drinking jesus juice you remember that like we're drinking wine out of fucking like uh pepsi cans and there's bubbles the fucking monkey he's got a fucking zoo he's got like neverland he's got fucking roller coasters like all I'm saying is if See, I I'm back on is, that,
2: he's a pedophile. Just, hey, just I'm telling me though, all those things. I'm like, there's no way kid, that guy's not a pedophile. I would
0: have let him <laughs> laugh my ass out. I like, I would have been like, are you serious? I get to go. Like, I didn't have a dad. I didn't, you know, wait, you have
1: every I'm Nintendo for? game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. let's, well, look, let's wait, down devil's down advocate on this
3: thing. <laughs> devil's I advocate. I would have game okay? for MJ. Like, all I'm saying. He didn't get a childhood. He didn't get a childhood. And then as soon as he got super rich, he was like, man, I'm getting everything I didn't get to have. And fucking, I'm, I'm getting a fucking giraffe. I am getting a monkey. I'm, like, and a I'm going to get man. all of it. <laughs> <roller coaster>.
1: I'm going to get myself confused. a Macaulay Culkin.
3: <laughs> I'm going to be best and friends. We're going to be home the- alone. We'll <laughs> yeah. be best friends with the biggest actor.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you've you've got a good point though, Bob. Like, cause cause he was he was, uh, how old was he when when Jackson Five started? Like,
3: dude, know, he was like seven or something eight shit. Four years old. Yeah, yeah he dude, real,
2: uh, he was just a little kid and he was thrust right into all that shit. And we've heard enough stories from fucking childhood celebrities, you know, like those kids grow up real fucking quick in really fucked up ways. But see, that also kind of points me towards him having room to be a pedophile too, because if If he was abused as a child,
0: you go one way
2: or the other. tend to become abusers. You know, I mean, I I don't know if that's really true, but that's something that people say. And um, but so okay, if he, even if he wasn't abused, if he amazingly was like protected all the way through all of that, and he wasn't abused, and he kind of kind of grew up okay then fuck yeah he's going to want to live his childhood as soon as he's in control of his own money because i'm assuming his was it his father that ran the the Jackson 5 or whatever you know like yep. he didn't see any of that money until he was you know at least a certain age if not 18 so he probably didn't make any of his own decisions when he started making his own decisions if if you go your whole life if you go till you're 18 years old without being able to make a single decision of your own and all your decisions are you're getting on this plane you're going to this city you're wearing these clothes you're singing this song you're doing this and it's all basically like grown-up stuff that's a job that you're just constantly doing you finally get a chance to get your own to do your own shit and you have millions of dollars now
3: possibly billions giraffe. at that point in time right a like... giraffe
2: right away it's first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna get a giraffe you're gonna get a monkey <laughs> and you're gonna get a popcorn machine <laughs> Yeah, maybe a you cotton candy
3: machine I don't Good. think Giraffe
0: would ever come up for me, but... I know, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, when you... Book, he he was like an avid collector of antiques and all sorts of shit. He owned
0: all of the Beatles' right. music. Yeah.
3: I think yeah, that right. might
1: have been what started getting him on people's Billions. shit list.
0: That might yeah, have got him right. killed.
1: Because now it's like, oh, you want to try and control culture? No, that's, that's not your game, homie. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, dude. Okay. So like, uh, according to Sean and I think he might, there, he's onto something. It's like, it's when he quit kind of playing ball. Like you could see a change when they like, uh, like that whole song, all I, uh, all I want to say is they don't really care about us. And like, and he was like, he was trying to like unify people. He was like, he was really against like, uh, like division and like racism and things like that. Like trying to unify people in a way that like is dangerous to the fucking system. Like he wanted white and black and like everybody to be fucking unified and things like that. But the government doesn't like that shit. They want us fucking divided. That's why they love Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? That's why they want us fighting with each other. And so he says that it all fucking changed after that crazy Pepsi commercial. Do You guys remember that where he literally caught on fire? Mm-hmm. They fucking caught him on fire and fucked him up. And they said he thinks that was an assassination attempt. Hmm. I don't know, dude. It's possible. Then, I don't know, dude. It's, it's fucking fascinating. I wish I fucking had all of his bullet points. I, I wish we had fucking Sean on tonight. That'd be fucking fun.
4: No, uh, I've
3: wanted I've wanted to talk to Hibbler, man. Though it, it I'd have to I'd have to really really try not to pick on him about his veganism or whatever it is.
2: H- Hibbler's the guy who made that movie uh Level, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, solid dude, man. He's a vegan. He's got though.
0: the chops,
2: dude. He's he's pro
4: a a at what he for. does.
1: Like all respect to his his fucking hustle.
0: Yeah, for real, dude. I mean, he yeah, he does all of his own like uh Filming and all the cinematography, like the dude is super fucking talented. And like he didn't go to school for that shit. He fucking taught himself. He's a, oh, that's he's great. a shit, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fucking much respect and love to Sean.
3: Yeah, solid cat.
2: Hey, well, homies, I think I need to wrap up here.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're,
2: we're yeah,
3: shit, man. Two hours. <laughs> Creep it up you, on two hours. If you
2: guys hours. want to keep going, that's cool. But I, I think I gotta hop out. Things uh, are getting restless upstairs here.
3: Yeah, it's late. No too. worries, man. I'm way over I here mean, in Texas. What did so. we
0: fucking what did we figure out in this episode? <laughs> like libertarianism is libertarianism is gay. Uh, the government sucks. The system we got
1: now is great. Kids. It's working out fine. Stop complaining. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just
3: have checks to checks get the right people in. The the key <laughs> message here is vote. <laughs>
1: Can't I'm vote. looking forward to one day, like someone's gonna unironically say, "Well, that wasn't real libertarianism." And I yes. think when that happens, it'll yeah. be like full circle. Oh, yeah, the, key, the key is is you gotta vote. I mean,
0: that's harder. what we did tonight, harder. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Chud and, Chud and Bob, blast, why guys. don't you tell us one more time about your new show and where we can find you, all that fun stuff. What kind of projects you're working on? Yeah, you can you can find
2: our new podcast that we're doing together at Are We Content. You can find it on any podcatcher. If you're having any trouble finding it, you can find me and DM me on Instagram. I'm at Mr. Chud X Indeed. Um you can also get at me at my uh at my Proton Mail, which is Esoteric Gore at Proton Mail. Um I answer anything there. If anybody wants to to talk there, I'm I'm very open there.
3: What about you, Bob? Esoteric gore. I love yeah. it. that what was good, my that was my record label when I used to release game. my own uh, my own demo tapes. <laughs> That's freaking rad. Um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at the hidden pod at spaces faking gay because it is, and I can prove it. Uh, and newly formed uh, at the perpetual skeptic because I think I'm gonna I think I may fire my podcast back up, um, but there's been a a couple other podcasts named the same thing. And I think I'm getting buried in the algorithm because my numbers just started tanking and I was, I just kind of got out of it. It's just like not into it anymore when numbers started tanking. And uh, I think I'm just going to rename it and probably just be rants or More know, Bob's happy
1: COVID fun time hour.
3: Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. You gotta get COVID what? in your podcast title. Not enough people are doing that these days. Aspartame right.
1: COVID vaccine podcast hour. For Sponsor,
3: retards sponsored by COVID. <laughs> sponsored by COVID. <laughs> That's what it'll be. <laughs> sponsored by COVID.
0: Thomas, what do you got, buddy? What are we promoting tonight?
1: Oh, man, I've got a stack of shit. But honestly, this has been this has been fire lately. Uh, people have been Ooh. loving the homunculus owner's manual. And if you know anything about the one on one podcast, you already know that he's obsessed with the homunculus. And we wrote this long ass 33 page pamphlet that breaks down the entire history of various types of homunculi. Um, the philosophical concept. This is an example of what you call Cartesian theater. It's uh, basically a homunculus lives inside of your head right now like that scene in men in black with the little alien and little but guess what there's a little alien inside of that dude's head and then inside of that little alien is another even littler alien so it's just a lot of cool little aspects there we also break down the, the possible concept of an epsteinian homunculus because he had that crazy magic circle at zorro ranch where he was trying to impregnate like 20 people at a time so yeah you can check that out at paranoidamerican.com and i've also been uploading a bunch of my my other podcast i can't necessarily trust any of our podcasts on youtube nate but uh uh i've got like the occult disney podcast and the occult book club podcast that i've been uploading to the youtube so if you still uh venture out into that horrible shitty wasteland of youtube give me a follow at paranoidamerican
0: hell yeah
2: that's awesome i love the format on that little pamphlet too where it looks like those old bible thumper the tracks
1: yeah dude it's, yeah, the, dude, it's it the exact size of a chick In track. 33 like. pages of course oh that was just a coincidence <laughs> i'm
3: sure it was, <laughs> sure it was.
0: <laughs> all right gents this was
2: a lot of fun i appreciate yeah, guys. you guys yeah Nate, thanks for having us this is a
3: blast much appreciated brother you guys are awesome hey, to you, man. hell yeah man can't wait so long this time
0: all right cheers gentlemen See you.